Welcome to a special episode of Science of Abundance. And on this episode, I have a small snippet of a conversation between myself and Terrence Howard. And if you don't know who Terrence Howard is, he is a kind of funny. I, I grew up watching him, Best Man, a couple of other amazing movies, Iron Man, um, Empire, things along those lines. And always had a really big affinity for the characters he played and really the way of him being able to embrace the energy in those roles that he was in. Never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that in, well, even for myself, that 10 years ago, if I were to look to today, that I would even be having this conversation about any aspect of consciousness, how we see the world, how we evolve, how we learn to just love everything that ever is and ever will be so that we can step into the present moment. And if you think about on Terrence's side, some of the things, never would I have imagined having a conversation with him about this deep level of consciousness and different ways to evolve humanity. And so Terrence and I met, I don't know, about, about, a, about a year ago or so. And in that window of time, it was like this brotherhood, this kinship, and I was living out in LA. And we started going deep into sacred geometry. I had sacred geometry tattoos and things like that. And he's like, what do you know about that? And I didn't even know anything about his unpacking of the flower of life, work that he had done, the scientists that he had brought in, and the technology that he had built. And most people, when they see something that doesn't always resonate with what they have known of you, they start to put you in a different category. Example with my family, I start going down this whole spiritual path and all they've known of Sean is this very specific person that I have always given them. So I've taught people how to treat me. And as I started to evolve, of course, they're looking at me like I'm a crazy person. And as Terrence has gone through his process of evolution, what does the world do? They look at him as a crazy person. And so I was watching this clip the other day where he was on the red carpet for the Emmys and they were just listening to him, but having this different conversation with him where it was a little bit not as not respectful, not honoring where he was at. But of course, if you've always been that person, they're not going to see you as you are. So one thing that I want to say is that, yeah, after I think it was four years ago that he first started really putting this out there and probably before that, if I really go deeper into it. But he has stayed the course. It has definitely opened up doors and we have gotten us, well, he has, and I'm, I've been fortunate enough to help him recently, getting us into different spaces to where his voice is very much so being heard. If you see any of the videos on YouTube about you know, him deconstructing the flower of life and even some of the math and thermodynamics of math and the way that all of this works, I mean, the guy gets it. There are white papers and uh, different areas. If you even go online and Google the geometry of a proton and the process and understanding that was put together inside of that documentation, it's like pretty spot on, like you can't undo it. And then in addition to that, there are 97 patents or so uh, that he has on this technology and even the construction of the way that these wave conjugations form and function inside of the flower of life. So what you'll hear is a bit of a conversation between he and I. We're talking about the wave conjugations 
And I'll give you a little bit of experience for myself. One thing that I've experienced in my conversations where we have really unlocked this flower of life and the negative space that sits in between is that when I focus my intention on that negative space or that wave conjugation or uh, what we have called it is the Tetrian shape that lives inside of the flower of life, and you place an intention on that, what comes out of the other side of that is pure godliness. Now, what's interesting is that what I've found is that I've gone even deeper down the rabbit hole is that this form is the energy that actually creates the illusion of gravity. And the illusion of gravity is also the illusion of love. And that illusion is the thing that draws things together. And things that draw things together, if you think about the quantum, there's all these superpositions, superposition meaning that there are all these different potentials that exist in every present moment. And depending on the frequency that you place into that wave conjugation, right, it will take it and it will put out the godly intention that will do everything that it can to either keep you in the present moment or bring you back to the present moment. So what I mean by that is, for instance, if you think a negative thought, there are all of these Tetrian shapes that live inside of us that are our single point of existence. And inside of that, then that's what's inside the flower of life is this wave conjugation and it's the ability to take the frequency and then turn it into God's intention. What ends up happening, I think a negative thought, it then passes through this technology that we cannot see, okay? But we have started to go through the process of constructing a way to see that. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Once you place that intention into it, what comes out of the other side of this is going to be either a lesson for you. This is why there's this whole thing of cause and effect, right? And karma. It's going to be a continuation of the present moment into these beautiful experiences that open up full abundance and full potential in your life. Or it's going to be something that, um, it's always going to bring you back to the present moment, but it'll be something that's either from the future that brings you back or something from the past that brings you back. If you're immobilely thinking in the past, it's going to bring you back to the present moment of now. If I'm immobilely thinking in the future, it's going to bring me back into the present moment of now. So, and you, it, they come in life and they look like glitches because they don't feel good. Whenever I'm not in the present moment, there's going to be something that gets my attention that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel like I'm in flow. So the, the purpose of this is that once we start finding the rhythm and the intention that we can place off the present moment and we can focus it at something, this is the biggest problem with when we put our thoughts to something, what do you focus it on? We focus it on a three-dimensional object, like I'm going to focus my attention on money or a relationship or a goal or something to finish or whatever it might be on, on each, each individual day. If I focus it on the negative space, the space within myself, and I actually put it and formulate it into a shape that is actually constructed in the precision of the curvature of, of space-time and what God talks about to be true, then that intention will get placed into this, and then all of a sudden what comes out of it is going to be a continuation of that. And so it allows individuals and us, us as humans to think about things differently because it's not just the thought or the feeling, it's actually placing it and pushing it into a vehicle and that vehicle then starts to create, it basically collapses the superpositions of the quantum into the real reality that we see and then our life becomes heaven on earth. So inside of this conversation, what Terrence also created was a technology called the linchpin built off of this negative space within the flower of life. And the linchpin um, the initial use case of it is it being a drone technology that has tangential flight and bonding mechanisms in order to use very little power and create any 
transport, defense mechanism, whatever you want to call it, that will, whoever embraces this from a country perspective or a government perspective will be light years ahead because of the way that the actual construction is built. And there's a definite excitement about this um, if you go into any of his videos online, because you'll kind of like see a little bit of it here and there. You know, I encourage you to go to Terry's Lynchpin page. Yeah. And within that, his ability to build out this technology of what it looks like and what it's able to do, there's nothing in the world that can do this. And there are prototypes already out that are able to fly with tangential flight. It's one of the most interesting things I've ever seen. So all of that is based on this initial shape. And that initial shape also, if you use it from a consciousness perspective, you meditate on it, you start to visualize it, you do things along those lines, your life starts to change, right? It's really magical. There are health implications of how to heal using it. There are engineering um, fixes in it. If you go, there's another video he has out um, around creating Saturn where they took the frequency and the vibration of Saturn, placed it into this actual, um, into this wave conjugation, and it just whipped up the full dimensions thermodynamically of Saturn in a visual simulation. And he's able to do this over and over again with galaxies and universes. So what's interesting about that is it, it seems to be, from what I can see, and I have not been able to disprove it at this point, that this is the way that the universe is constructed. This is the particle, we could call it the God particle, and the construction of it that sits inside of every one of us as human beings. We've been left the clues of how to get to it. We've been paying attention to, I would call it the wrong thing, we've just been paying attention to the circles. We've been paying attention not to the space that lives in between it. And what's most interesting as a lesson of that from a law of correspondence is that when you go within the space in between yourself and you really find the truth within that, life becomes really magical. So there's no accidents to the fact of what this is, where it has been under our nose the entire time, and the ability for us to really look at this shape differently and then start to find the negative space in between that allows us to find the truth. And it really is how you place that intention. The beautiful thing about the universe is it always brings you back to the present moment. That's all that it's here to do is bring you back to the present moment so you can love the now. And I'm excited to share this conversation with you guys. Terrence and I have had quite a few more since then. We'll be doing an actual video podcast where it's a little bit longer duration talking about these topics over the next several weeks. So I'll be sharing that on YouTube and on this basis. So please come to my channel, subscribe if you want to get updates. If not, I'm posted on social if you follow me there, but it'll find you when it finds you. And uh, I'm excited for you guys to tune in. Thank you so much. And I love you. Okay, deconstructing the flower of life, getting to the all shape, understanding the wave conjugations, and then understanding in my understanding, and tell me if I'm wrong here, that that, what I call that anti-space, so the space that sits in between, is the, the actual, what, what's that? Negative space. The negative space, all right. The negative space that sits in between, that's where the truth lies. And within that truth, why start with, a tangential flight machine versus creating a a, a resonance techno technological tool in order to expand consciousness immediately or anything along those lines. Why would why start with one versus the other? Well, 
the first thing you have to do before you build um, a university or a hospital or anything of that nature, you have to secure the foundation, you have to secure the building so that the things that you're going to build will have an opportunity to be protected and to grow. Mm-hmm. Lynch provides a non-lethal solution to any aggressive act. Lynchpin also provides a monetary potential for the nation or anyone that develops it because it's the end of having to go through canals. It's the end of having to go to expensive ports and ships can be unloaded while they're at sea. And ultimately, they won't even need to be loaded onto ships because Lynchpin colony can transport anything from one place to another. And if there is a problem, Lynchpin can defend itself in a non-lethal manner or in a lethal manner if it depend if it's called for. So I think the very first thing you have to put up good fences, make good neighbors. Lynchpin is able to provide the fences necessary and it's able to provide the um, infrastructure in which to build a new economic model, but Mm. also a new intellectual model from which academia can grow from. They can understand linchpin. Then we introduce the wave conjugations. Then we introduce the all shapes, the magnetic field or the electric field. But let them see first the neutral. Since the linchpin is the constitution between the micro and the macro, let us let's use the common frame or common factor that we are all accustomed to, which is these six pentagons. Got People it. can deal with that in comparison to the hyperbolic parabolas that's associated with electric with the electric field or the expansive curved nature of the magnetic field. Let's let's give them what they can digest now mm. and what they can grow from and protect themselves with. Okay. Okay. So once they have the apparatus and the structure, then it's like, well, how was this made? And then you go deeper into the actual structure of that. And then at which point you start to put new economic systems, new creativity systems, you speak it and it becomes life. It changes healthcare. It goes through the process of deconstructing the current mathematical systems to actually have us build from um, a different point of one and the depth of one versus the way that we've been looking at things recently. Okay. All right. Here- Serial engineering is going to change yeah. because now we have the new, fu- the true fundamentals that you got to remember our entire world and academia and infrastructure has been based upon antiquated fundamentals, the platonic solid. We know there are no straight lines. We know there are no flat spaces. We know that the platonic solids would only work as averages or approximations of energy. And 6,000 years is long enough to work with averages. It's time for us <laughs> to come accurate and stop approximating and yeah. actually reach the goal that we're trying to get to and stop missing the mark, which is the basis of sin. Sin means to miss, miss the mark. The mark. Yep. Wow. Why don't we be the true angels? Why don't we be the true disciples of the creator and actually make the mark, hit the mark in the tools that he's provided with the wave conjugations, with the mirror shapes and with the linchpin will accomplish that. I mean, material engineering will change because the linchpin is literally the geometry of hydrogen. 
99% of the universe is based upon hydrogen. So by owning this template of hydrogen, we can now control all of the effects of nature that we see that comes from hydrogen under different motion and pressure conditions. And once mankind learns this, then they learn that they don't have to fear death. Then they learn they don't have to fear sickness. They learn they don't have to fear um, depravity or depression or lack of anything, because now we can control and generate, transmute any substance into any other substance because we can control the motion and pressure conditions because we understand the angles of it that are not part of the Cartesian or orthogonal space that's been set up by Euclidean mathematics, by Newtonian, by Newtonian uh, mathematics. This is now universal mathematics that's been proven. We've, we've produced um, four supersymmetrical systems. And to give that in perspective, the platonic solids, which is the most um, ubiquitous system of measurement that anyone has had or that the standard model proliferates, that those platonic solids are limited because they only have a thing called discrete symmetry. Yeah. Discrete symmetry means you can only put the 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 um the blocks together, the cubes together. Um, you can put the tetrahedrons together. You can put the octahedrons together and make a super symmetrical system only within those pieces at particular angles of orientation. You can't put the tetrahedron, dodecahedron, icosahedron, um, hexahedron, or octahedron into a bucket and make them make sense. But you can take any of the wave conjugations, whether it's where four bubbles meet, eight bubbles meet, six bubbles meet, 12, 24, and put them together and they create and continue to assemble, to self-assemble and self-organize like the universe. So this is the electric field. You do the same thing with the magnetic field, with the all shapes, the mirror mm. shapes. They predict and behave in these organized structures where they're basically rebuilding the periodic table and all of the effects of it. And you can take the linchpins and they rebuild the periodic table. So when I talk about the improvements and the innovation that's gonna come from structural engineering, we'll be able to separate the space between carbon and, and, and boron and carbon and nitrogen the same way that cobalt is able to separate the space between scandium and cobalt and um, arsenic and cobalt. All of those 10 isotopes, the, the titanium, vanadium, chromium, um, magnesium, iron, and then you get to cobalt, then you got nickel, copper, zinc, gallium, germanium. All of these are isotopes of scandium and cobalt's relationship and cobalt and, and arsenic's relationship. That relationship, cobalt has the same relationship, the same sound, tonal frequency as silicone. What yep. sits on the silicone? We've got, we've got phosphorus and we've got aluminum. Well, those aluminum and phosphorus sounds like scandium and arsenic. So even though nature doesn't allow us, will not allow a separation of those elements, now that we can control that, we, there are five isotopes that would match the titanium, vanadium, chromium, magnesium, uh, manganese, and iron between silicone and aluminum. Mm -hmm. And there's another 
that that we because we can now control the pressure conditions. So that whole thing of transparent aluminum that was in in um, Star Trek, we can generate that. That's yeah. what I use the people and the scientists from the university. All of this stuff we have, we can now have complete dominance over and become not just a level two, three, or four species. We can become a level seven species and actually control the multiverse. That yeah. lies ahead of us if we make the transition. And, don't, and within that, I love that. Mm-hmm. And within that, there's an aspect of intentional purity and wholeness within self that requires the activations of this can it can it be you know when i look at vibrations i look at high high vibrations is love the most loving state i look at low vibrations and all of that lives inside of this wave conjugation and what i feel like those wave conjugations do and that negative space is it creates the purity and the alchemy to the best intention of the intention set within it amen Okay. And so when that happens, what I would recognize is that it would take any poor intention that's placed into it and it would course correct it. So you can't go through the process of manipulating it for negative uses, correct? No. Yeah. I mean, people, you got to remember the first knife wasn't necessarily made to stab someone. The first knife probably was made to cut a watermelon open. Right. Um, it's just the people that misuse it in those kind of ways. And that's why the linchpins are programmed. And part of their network is to make way for life. Hmm. Their main thing is to protect the earth and the sanctity of life. Right. And therefore, they will they cannot be manipulated in a manner in which they can harm someone. So what the what Israel were intending for their potential use, they would have never been allowed to do that, you know, unless it was defending the greater nature. So um, we're building as many safeguards as possible to keep them autonomous, but to keep them respectful. These are the angels. Yeah, these are that's going to protect and clean up the upper atmosphere, clean the ocean of all of the things that's been creating its problems um, and solve a lot of these issues on the borders. Mm. And, yeah. you know, no more need for carbon, carbon yeah. fuel. So this is to change the world if they want, you know, and if they don't want, we're still going to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, once it's out there, it's out there. And I, and I sense that it's been a, it's been an interesting thing watching time because for me, time is a bit of an illusion, but that as we kind of get into the space of this becoming very material for individuals, at which point that that happens, it's going to be, there's going to be a, an awakening and a recognition for all, all of us who are paying attention to it, to stand in our truth and no longer stand in the lies that we've been telling ourselves. I almost see this as a huge mirror for humanity to wake up to the wholeness of themselves and the worthiness of themselves to be able to actually hold this space. It's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. I commend you for the work, man. (laughs) We've got an incredible team and the team has produced all of these truths that that are provable, that have been proven. Um, The multitude of papers that's been written, the uh, multitude of videos, the the, um, prototypes, the um, 
the models. Uh, I mean, I am thrilled because every single great person in history has wanted to participate in this event that we're doing right now. And that's the dissemination of truth, of life. Like, like Jesus, the biblical figure said, the truth will set you free. Hmm. The truth will set you free. And freedom from the ignorance that's held us down to this currency and this lack of appreciation of the sacred nature that the creator has put into us, into us the eternal nature, being being able to share with people that life is eternal, that there you don't hear death, that this isn't your first rodeo. And there's ways of recalling that. I mean, if we can build a consciousness around this, yeah. if world that's no longer afraid of loss, afraid of fear, afraid of death, can you imagine what we will accomplish? Yep. As a, and then maybe the extraterrestrials will um, feel <laughs> because we'll have a common frame of reference and appreciation of life itself i love it i love it it's a, di a different way to redefine abundance man we're gonna we're gonna do this thing 